Welcome to Talking TV Talk, episode two. That's right. Or uh, Rings of Power TV Talk. Actually, you know, I, don't, I think what I'm going to do. All right. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call this just Rings of Power and then the episode. And then I'm going to give it the Talking TV Talk album art. And it's just going to be under the TV Talk banner. And it's not going to make any sense, but it'll make perfect sense. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the second episode of this series, and I am stoked because when it comes to really all things fantasy, I am all about dwarves. I love dwarves. I love kind of the dwarven iconography, the whole dwarven, you know, like uh, short and stocky, but like super strong, super powerful, uh, you know, like like just the, the, the artistry of like the hammer and the, the axe and, you know, just the, the, that very abrasive dwarven you know, a presence that you get. I'm all about it. And so I was really, really uh, excited for this episode and really excited to kind of explore, you know, Casa Doom and it's uh, in its heyday and it's prime. And it was really, really awesome. I mean, like, again, this series continues to be gorgeous. I love the way they light up the city with the, you know, with the mirrors bringing in the light and this, this friendship that has been strained between Elrond and Durin. And it's, it's so interesting. I've been watching this series with my daughters and, and I was kind of, we were talking about this kind of tension that exists between elves and really basically everybody. And the sense of superiority that elves kind of always project is kind of clear in the way that they talk and the way they carry themselves, but also in the more subtle things like, oh, has it only been 20 years? And a dwarf is like, yeah, that's like a quarter of my life. Like, what do you mean it's only been 20 years? Like, yes, of course it's been... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, a, it's a big deal to me, but to you, who is, for all intents and purposes, immortal, like, yeah, I might be a blink in the eye to you, but you're a big part of my life, or you were a big part of my life, and then you weren't there when I got married, and you weren't there when my kids were born. It really kind of like made me reflect on, especially some marriages that I missed, pre-pandemic in particular, that still haunt me to this day, that I, I feel like I really did a disservice to those friendships for not being present at some of these extremely important times of their lives. I mean, there was reason for that. And we got kids and everything else that's going on. But, you know, for the people that you love, that you care about, you you need, you know, it takes some sacrifice to, you know, nurture those friendships and keep them strong and, and you know, contain these uh, these important bonds that, you know, when <laughs> when when the when the gift lord comes a calling and needs you to forge a couple of uh, trinkets, you know, you want to make sure that those those friendships are in good place and in good standing. But as we come to learn, it seems as though maybe Duran has already been in talks, or at least his dad has already been in talks with somebody about something for something else that he has, which I'm guessing it could be the Arkenstone, it could be a Cimmeril. We don't really know what's in that chest, but I'm looking forward to finding out. Could be Mithril, but I don't I don't think so. I feel like it needs to be something more of, of value. But that's definitely by far my favorite part of this episode is, is kind of exploring the world of the dwarves and, and Duran's family and this kind of uh, existing relationship that they had between these two, uh, you know, brothers in arms. And, and despite the fact that we are, it's very, you know, clear on display, elves and dwarves, they don't get along with each other. But at the same time, you, you do have these standouts, like these individuals that, that do create these friendships. And and of course, this is a precursor of things that we will see down the line. Gladriel, as I mentioned last week, uh, yeah, she's going to, or rather last episode, she's got a long way to swim. She jumped out of the boat a little <laughs> at the very last minute, and she has to swim essentially the entirety of an, of an ocean. Uh, she comes across a driftwood raft that contains all of these shipwrecked people, uh, <laughs> a shipwreck. Uh, filled with extras and one person that looks like they're probably not an extra. And then a giant sea creature comes and kills everybody except for the one person who doesn't look like an extra. (laughs) So it's kind of like, ah, (laughs) 
it was a little, I don't know, it was a little obvious as to what was going on there. What's not obvious, though, is who exactly this extra is. You know, in, in the credits, he's just listed as the stranger. And I've got to wonder if perhaps this might be Isildur or if this could be Sauron in disguise, especially given the fact that she's looking for him. You know, the, they've introduced kind of these, you know, quote unquote, strangers into the series already with the one that fell from the sky. Uh, but we know that that person is somebody that we know. And so I'm, I'm wondering if this guy is also somebody that we know. And given the proximity to Gladriel and kind of what her motivating uh, mindset is, I got to wonder if maybe this is Sauron in disguise. I could be wrong. Uh, could, like I said, could be a sealed door, but it, I, I have a feeling it's somebody. And that sense of I have a feeling it's somebody kind of comes into play in a lot of different of these stories. For one thing, we know with uh, Nori, kind of the half foot, she's found this guy that's fallen from the sky that is, uh, you know, talking to bugs. It's Gandalf. I mean, this is 100% Gandalf. We know this is Gandalf. And so, or I guess, oh man, what was his name? Or Orden? Or, or Aurelian? Like, I, I can't remember his name. Anyway, point is that it's Gandalf. And uh, he is looking for these other stars. Now, Gandalf was one, if I'm remembering correctly, of like 13 other dudes that were all part of this kind of like, I think they're, were they called stars? It was like ice stars or Easters or something of that nature. But the idea is that they were sent to Middle Earth to combat Sauron. Uh, and understand, like when I talk about this stuff, I'm doing so not as any kind of Tolkien scholar, but trying to do so from memory for all of the super nerds and super fans that were around me that lectured me on this stuff for years. And so now, now you're getting the result. Now, this is my this is my C plus term paper that I'm, I'm putting forth in which all of you can grade me and tell me whether or not it is actually a C plus or if it is something far less. But anyway, he's looking for his other uh, the other dudes. He's looking for like Saruman and the brown dude from the Hobbit, you know, like, like all of, all of the other wizards that are out here, he needs to kind of find them and they're going to connect. And I guess they're going to, you know, they're going to kind of figure out what they want to do about this whole Sauron thing. So he's getting the band back together for the first time. But that's the thing. We know in that storyline that that's Gandalf and that Gandalf has got kind of like this, this path that he's about to walk. We know with Galadriel that she's searching for, for Sauron and we know this path that she's kind of going on. We know with Elrond that he's going and he's connecting with the dwarves, but ultimately what he's doing is he's, he's partnering up with this ring forger to, you know, craft the rings of power. All of these characters and storylines have a clear and specific purpose tied to what we know. And this is really the challenge of this series is that, and it's not just this series. I'm going to make a comparison to another series in, in just a moment, but the, the series is tied to a lot of what we know, even though it's a story that many of us are not familiar with. And so we are invested in what we know. Now, off on the side, we've got this kind of like love story between this elf and this human, and they've clearly got a kid, but nobody's talking about the fact that it's their kid. I mean, obviously, she's the mom, but and to us, obviously, he's the dad, and you know that's about the extent of it. Everybody seems to know, but we're not talking about it kind of situation. The problem is that it's unclear as to what the purpose of this story is. And the comparison that I want to make here, for those of you that watch the Halo series, uh, you know, the Halo series, you know, it, it had its ups, it had its downs. I, there were things I absolutely loved about the Halo series in terms of the, the television show. And there are some things that are like some big swings and misses. One of the biggest swings and misses, in my opinion, in that series 
is we have this kind of character of this girl and this pirate that have nothing to do with the lore whatsoever. And they kind of go off on their own little side adventure and do a thing that has nothing to do with the lore whatsoever. Now, it's very possible that that might play into where they're taking the story in its own direction, and that's fine, but you've given us all these other stories connected to the series that do connect with the lore, that do feel like they're going somewhere, that are connected to people we know, and we don't know them, we don't know what they're doing, and we don't necessarily care because it feels like small potatoes because of what we know from the other characters. By comparison, all right, so that's that's one. That's like that's the bad, right? That's that's not a good way to go about telling uh, a story and expanding the universe. Uh, by comparison, you've got a series like House of the Dragon. In House of the Dragon, we are in a world that we know, but we're with characters we don't know. We don't know anything about these people for the most part, unless you're like a hardcore, like deep, you know. <laughs> Uh, you've, you've read Fire and Blood and done the textbook thing and everything else. The vast majority of us that are watching this show, we have no connection with any of this. So like it does, every single character they introduce, we assume they're important because we don't know. Like the fact that we're seeing them is the reason why we think they're important. There's no characters in that series right now that are connected to the characters we know. The characters we know and love won't be born for a couple hundred years. So this isn't like, you know, we don't know any of these people. We just know the place that they're in and we love the place that they're in. But every single character that is introduced means something to us because they don't mean anything to us. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's a great equalizing factor to that situation. Unfortunately, I think that this Lord of the Rings, or rather the the, the Rings of Power, the storyline with the the you know two young lovers, or I guess one old and one young is elf and human, but regardless, their whole storyline doesn't. It feels more like the Halo situation because we don't know who either of these characters are. We don't know who this boy is. We don't know that the uh, what the blade is, and none of it seems to be all that important. Now I'm gonna throw this out here because. You know, this is just a crazy theory. My, my mindset is that because we are introduced to a lot of characters that we don't know or that are strangers, but we're kind of putting together who they actually are. I'm, I've been trying to rack my brain thinking like, okay, who is this boy? Like, who is he about to be? Like, who is he becoming? We see the blade he has is like consuming his blood to reforge itself. And I wonder if maybe, and I don't know, because I don't think this is how his powers work, but is it possible that this boy is going to become essentially like an avatar for Sauron? Like he is going to end up becoming, you know, the one that ends up fighting everybody else in the big battle at the end of the series. Like, is he the future Sauron, the future body of Sauron that we see kind of as Sauron kind of returns to the world? That's my wild speculation. And I'll put it this way. If he's not, then this story feels a lot like that story from Halo that never really went anywhere with characters we didn't know. I hope that's not the case. It is interesting to see that we, you know, these these orcs are kind of like tunneling under the ground. They're kind of like these hybrid war werewolf zombie orc creatures that are kind of going under and destroying everything and uh, probably killing the grass. And it is showcasing the inner workings of Sauron's return and that, yes, there is a deeper threat. It is underground. And that's there, but it does feel very background. So we'll see what ends up happening there. And we'll see if my speculation might be right that, and if that's the case, they pull a complete 180 on us and I'm all, I'm all for it. I think that'd be great. Overall, really solid episode, really enjoying the series. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it kind of fleshes out. I'm finding right now that, you know, like I said, it's going to be, it's, I have a feeling going forward, especially with House of the Dragon, at the end of those minis, I'll probably be making comparison to Rings of Power, and I'll probably be making comparison for Rings of Power to House of the Dragon. They 
are going head to head intentionally. So why not compare them as such? So I, I, I'll just say right now, though, they're, they're pretty neck and neck for me. I think, uh, I think both series are really great. They're obviously speaking to a very similar audience. And so I'm very curious to see, you know, where, where things go and how things land overall. But those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to tvtalk.fm. You can find all of our contact information there. You can also head to Twitter, twitter.com slash tvtalk.fm. Let us know your thoughts. You can use a hashtag Tolkien TV talk. Why not? Let's see what happens. Uh, That's going to do it for me for this week. But until next time, I'll be back in a flash. (laughs) 